Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome into the Lake Show here on this Wednesday evening News Talk 830-WCCO. Plenty of things to talk about tonight, right? We got a lot to talk about and we got three hours to do it. I'm your host, Henry Lake. Christopher Tubbs is the producer of this show. And I appreciate you listening. And as always, you guys can weigh in on any of the topics at 651-461-9226. We call that the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. And the obvious lead in where I'm going to start tonight is what occurred last night between the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Golden State Warriors. The Minnesota Timberwolves made a statement last night. They made a statement by defeating the Golden State Warriors. They swept the back-to-back by the bay. But there's a statement that I want to make. When I look at this NBA season and I think about the Timberwolves and where they're at at 8-2, and 2-0 and in the, the in-season tournament, Sunday, March 24th, Mark that down on your calendar. Sunday, March 24th is the most important date this NBA season for me now. I can't wait for that day. That is when the Minnesota Timberwolves need to let the world know who they are. This team, these players, this fan base is not a punching bag. It's not someone that will continue to be mocked and ridiculed moving forward. I don't want that to happen. And it happens way too often. Everybody knows by now what happened last night. A back and forth between Jaden McDaniels, who was sticking up for himself. And I love Jaden. Jaden's got that dog in him. He's not going to take no stuff over off of a Hall of Famer in Clay Thompson. And he stood up for himself, as he's supposed to do. But as that started to happen... And we've got guys that are trying to break it up. Rudy is attempting to, you know, step in and kind of pull Clay off. And no, he wasn't choking Clay, even though some people want to say that and they know that that's a damn lie. And what do we have? Mr. Draymond Green. Mr. I think that I'm the biggest, baddest enforcer that's ever played in the NBA. What does he do? He starts choking Rudy Gobert. 
He started choking him. Which we all know is totally unacceptable. Should not have happened. But it's not a shocker. It's not a surprise. And let's be honest. Didn't we kind of see this coming? Didn't we see that when the Wolves defeated Golden State the prior game, that there were some feelings that were hurt? The fact that the Ant-Man was going off and Draymond couldn't do any, anything about it? That that was going to leave a certain type of feeling, a bad taste in the mouth of the Golden State Warriors. So what they what they want to do? What did Draymond want to do last night? Without Steph. Oh, he, he wanted to send a message, huh? The bottom line to me is that we cannot allow Draymond Green to get away with this. I'm dead serious when I say that. And I'm not somebody that promotes violence, but I'm going to tell you right now, I want my lick back. I want my lick back. I'm tired of us being a punching bag. Now we're on memes. People mocking and ridiculing Rudy Gobert. People talking about, well, we didn't do anything against Draymond. There's a part of me that looks at that situation last night and wish somebody had have done something to Draymond. But I understand how this plays out because we're in the in-season tournament. You get the victory because there's something that you're playing for, right? You're playing for something, and you're playing good basketball right now. But I'm going to tell you right now, March 24th, I want to see somebody do something with Draymond. I want Draymond to understand the bully stuff has got to end. And this is the thing. When we start talking about how people view us or the Timberwolves, because I'm not a player, but just in general, right? Last night on my timeline, people were bringing up the Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia stuff that happened a couple years. Because what happened then? Didn't Cat get choked out on the bottom of the pile then? That's how people around the country are viewing the Wolves. And it's unfortunate. And do I look at Rudy and I say he meant to do the right thing? No question about it. There's no question. But this bully stuff's got to end. And the way that people are looking at it and trying to present it is frustrating. Let me tell you this. I text scouts. I text former NBA players. And asked a, I asked people. I did an informal survey. Not one, not one said that 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 the Wolves did the right thing last night by not putting hands on Draymond. Now, they weren't saying that there wouldn't be any consequences or any ramifications because we all know that. But I'm telling you this right now. This cannot stand come March 24th. I hope that we absolutely do something. Your reaction, your phone call, 651 Nine two two. I'm getting. I'm getting a text right now from a scout. Absolutely, you can't let your teammate get a chokehold. That's from a scout, an NBA scout, right now, from an Eastern Conference team, right now. It's literally just coming through my phone, and I'm showing Chris, and he can see it right now. Yeah, this is. It. This is. This cannot be a thing. I'm telling you right now. If if because see Draymond, what happened last night was his intent 
was to rough us up. That was his intent. If you go back and you look at that, that video, Rudy was trying to hold people back. Draymond's intent was to choke Rudy out. And that's unacceptable. And the explaining from the Warriors broadcast team, like, they've, they've got to be kidding me here. This was their explanation last night uh, on the broadcast. Nowhere near that. Every team has an enforcer. And the see, Warriors have see, Draymond. The reason Draymond went so demonstrably is that Gobert had Clay in a headlock. Yeah. And Draymond's not feeling that at all. So he's just pulling him off. Damn lie. That's not true. Not true. That explanation, not going to fly. Steve Kerr, he was just as bad with his explanation about what happened last night. Obviously a different kind of game there uh, from the start. Just the initial sequence, did you see it? Uh, and what did you think of the whole res- re- resolution of it? Um, there's no way Clay Thompson should have been thrown out of the game. I mean, he's running up the floor, and he, the guy grabs his jersey, and he's pulling on him, and so Clay pulls back. And uh, no way Clay should have been ejected. That was ridiculous. Um, so I was upset about that. And then uh, the Draymond piece of it, um, if you watch the replay, Rudy had his uh, hands on Clay's neck, and that's why Draymond went after Rudy. And uh, that's I saw one replay um, right after it happened. Um, the guys on the back of the bench were telling us uh, <clears throat> that Rudy had Draymond or had Clay, and that's why Draymond went went at Rudy. So that's all I all I know. Um, but it was. Yeah, bizarre way to start the game a minute and a half in. Am I going overboard here? I mean, I'm sounding like Pat Bev. I'm agreeing with Pat. I never agreed with Patrick Beverly. I'm agreeing with Patrick Beverly today. Think about that. Your reaction, your thoughts, 651-461-9226. This is The Lake Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830-WCCO. <laughs> Man. We are being respected as a good basketball team. But I've said this for years with the, the Minnesota Timberwolves. One of the things that I've always wanted, we, we've lacked this in, for a while, is that enforcer. Like, we, we, have, we have guys, and don't get, don't get me wrong here okay don't get it twisted 
we got guys on, on this team that are tough. Anthony Edwards is tough. Jade McDaniels is tough. Like, they, they have that dog in them. But <laughs> I don't view them as enforcers. Like, they're skilled players. When I think of the Morris twins, those guys are enforcers. Let, let, let me say this, okay, before we go any further. If Rudy can throw a punch at his teammate Kyle Anderson <laughs> last year, he could throw one at, at Draymond Green. Am I wrong? Seriously. That's that's quite a it's quite a road to take, but I understand where you're coming from. I'm dead serious. No, I I, I know I, I just did not expect the Kyle Anderson Rudy Gobert thing to come up tonight where he'll take a swing at Kyle Anderson, but nobody took a swing at Draymond. I, I just I, I it's it's I find that remarkable. That that's but that's but Draymond Green let, let me talk about Draymond for a second. Draymond Green is that guy that because time and time and time and time again in the history of it all, he continues to do the the reason why Draymond is allowed to do what he did last night is pretty simple, Chris. Is because no one has what in his time in the league, no one has actually really tried to do something to him. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why the bully stuff continues to to happen with him because he's like, no one's ever really going to check me. And I, I there's a part of me that's just like, man, I wish somebody crossed that line. Yeah, I, I feel like, and I told you this during the break, I feel like the Wolves are getting roasted for trying to do the right thing last night and not fight back and, and not swing on this. Because I, I understand where you're a minute and a half in. They already don't have Steph. I mean, if you could be without Steph and Clay and Draymond, I mean, you got a shot to take both these games against Golden State on the road, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I don't even know the last time that the optimism like that has happened. So I, I feel like the Wolves tried to do the right thing, but it's a no-win situation. You don't swing back and you have the man advantage, or you swing back. But it's not over. That's true. It's not over. We got March 24th. And that's what what I'm saying. It's fight night at Target Center. What did did Kat say last night? What was the analogy? What did he he reference? He talked about hockey? The hockey, yes. Yeah, yeah, he shout out the Minnesota Wild. Hey, shout out to the Minnesota Wild, he said, right? do Do you feel like the Wolves have this perception of being a marshmallow? I mean, what what do they have to do to change that? I mean, because because they don't have that enforcer, they do have guys that are tough. But yeah, you, you don't have that guy who's going to go in there and just body guys for the sake of just bodying. But hold on, if let me reiterate what I just said coming out of break. If Rudy Gobert is capable <laughs> of having an issue with Kyle Anderson, he's just as capable of having an issue with Drew. And and this is the thing: people are saying that that. Nobody likes Rudy. Like, Rudy should use that as a chip on his shoulder mm-hmm. the rest of the season. Se- seriously. Pat Bev. I agree with Pat Bev. Of all the people, and maybe last night wasn't necessarily the perfect time and place, right? Maybe it wasn't because of the in-season tournament. But I, I, I'll reference it again. March 24th. This is what Pat Beverly had to say on the podcast. Cat bogus as hell. 
What? No, 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 no. Cat's no. bogus? Yeah, he's bogus, man. Cat bogus, man. Straight up. And Ant was back there, too. And Draymond knew, too. Don't nobody <laughs> like Rudy anyway. That was a perfect moment to do it. Like, f*** it. Let me choke Rudy. And he did not let go. No, you, a person choke you like that, don't let go. That, that shit was built up. But Daniels. then I see Cat make a, a mean mug face like, but then you ain't doing shit. Choke Draymond back. So now if I'm Draymond, I, yeah, I check they, I choke they center and they homies didn't do nothing. And we pay y'all in the playoffs. Oh, Cat, I ain't worried about you. You didn't even help your homie. So how can he rectify this? Can't. So what? And you can't even like try to get your get back. So what? The whole world I'm saying. Thanks, Cat. Uh, he in the game. Are we still playing? He didn't get... Why would he get booed? He didn't do <laughs> Cat, I taught you better than that. Nah, it ain't over with. It ain't over. We, we can get our lick back. I I just, you know, back, back in the day, did you ever have that person? I'm sure everybody had that person in school that was trying to bully everybody, whatever. And at some point, somebody in your class or somebody at the school is going to be like, hey, look, enough. Enough. Stop all that. I've seen it. We've all been through it. We've all lived through it. Yeah, you, you, we, you punch I, you punch them once and, and it's done. It, it, and then it's over. Yeah. That, I, I think that we're at that point. And I know that some Wolves fans out there may think differently and may disagree. I think we are at that point, though. I, I, I saw that when I was in middle school, in seventh grade at Franklin Middle School. We've all seen it at whatever high school. There comes a point where somebody steps up and says, look, man, leave people alone. Nobody's bothering you like that. Yeah. Like, it was clear to me, and maybe somebody out there in the listening audience thinks differently about the Rudy trying to stop. That was nothing more than Rudy just trying to separate guys. Yeah, Ru- it wasn't Rudy anything about wrong. choking Clay Thompson. No, R- Rudy did nothing wrong last night. And, and you know, I, I went back and I, I saw this. I knew that there had been some animosity between Draymond and Rudy going back, you know, years and years. They've had this beef back and forth. I feel like Draymond just has a target for Rudy. Like, he went in there with intent. Like, he was looking for Gobert no matter where Gobert was at. But but here's the thing that I kind of get with, with um, Pat Bev, and I want to get your thoughts on this. He said that nobody likes Rudy. Is Draymond more liked through the, the league than Rudy Gobert? Because I have a hard time believing that if he's like, oh, everybody hates Rudy. Draymond Green is like... He enjoys being the villain. I don't think that Draymond Green is necessarily more liked than Rudy. I think he's probably more respected okay. because because of the toughness that he's because, displayed. But what's what's the difference between being tough and being dirty? Is there? I mean, is, can you say Draymond's tough and he's well, dirty? Well, no, I, I think you can say that he's both. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because, I mean, I, I feel like sometimes, and I'm not saying you have, yeah. but I feel like sometimes, oh, man, this player's tough. Well, are they tough or are they dirty? Because you can be tough and play clean, and, you know, I just I feel like you can separate the two of them. Did you see what happened with the Warriors in Cleveland when they played just recently, like within the last, like, four or five days? Did mm. you see what happened in their game? I don't think so, no. That was the game in which um, Draymond got ejected. He got ejected because he got into he had an issue. Him and Donovan Mitchell got into it. So you didn't see that. So, no, so, I didn't. So, so he kind of he did something to Donovan Mitchell. Like elbowed him a little bit. Donovan Mitchell went down purposely. Yeah. Gave him a shove. They had some words. Draymond had already, I think, had a T, and so he ended up getting booted out of the game. Oh, this is my shock face. But, but that. <laughs> 
You're that's, kidding me. Jay, Draymond Green with a tech. But, but I think that that's how you kind of deal with them. It's like you let them. You got to let them know. Like Donovan Mitchell was like, "No, nah, yeah. bro, we're not doing this." I and I mean, I maybe because of all of the blowback that the wolf. I'm surprised that they're getting this much blowback. From, well, no, I, I'm not really that surprised. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, it's 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 not just about last night. Like if we were looking at this and we're just putting it into one thing, like. The Philadelphia thing, people still – I mean, that was on social media last yeah, night. And, and, yeah, and, you're right, and you're right about that, that the Embiid cat thing just – I mean, maybe the Wolves are just at that point where they don't get the benefit of a doubt with being a team that's going to punch back. Like, you can push them around and they're not going to fight back. We are we are viewed as a team that doesn't have necessarily an enforcer, and there will be teams and there will be players like Draymond Green that will continue to try to, to bully us. That's just the bottom line. Six five one four six one nine two two six. That is the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text on me. Coming up next. The end of the SAG after actor strike could be good news for movie and TV production in Minnesota, which made us think, what is your favorite show or movie that's ever been filmed in the state of Minnesota? We will get to that next year on the Lake Show. WCCORadio.com, that's our website. A great article up there right now. The end of the SAG after strike is good news for Minnesota. With the strike coming to an end, here's what could happen next for productions in Minnesota and in Hollywood. Um, and the local SAG after president, Casey Lewis, uh, believes that, well, first of all, coming to to an agreement is, is good for everybody, right? But also specifically in looking at our state and the production that could happen here, this is a good deal. He says small businesses like that stand to gain substantially when productions come back to Minnesota. Says Lewis, who adds, it's not just cast and crew that benefit, but all those who offer things like food and housing and transportation. Goes on to say, we always look back and say, oh, remember those good old days, grumpy old men and all that stuff, which was wonderful and fine and a huge boost for the economy here. We had a substantial industry going on here. Production went elsewhere. Now we put things back in place to encourage those productions to come back to Minnesota, which which makes us think about television production, movies, that have been filmed here. And what are the top movies or productions that have been in this state? 651-461-9226. What are some of the favorites out there? I'll, I'll give you my top three movies. And Chris, I know you got three, and we'd love to get some reaction from the, from the text line and also from, from some phone calls. Clearly, Purple Rain, Prince, First Avenue, Legendary, of course, that, that's in my top three. No question. Probably at the top of the list. The Mighty Ducks, baby. How about the Mighty Ducks? Got to give the Mighty Ducks some love. And I'm going to give you one, a movie that I absolutely loved. It's so underrated. It took place, it was filmed on the Iron Range. Charlie Theron 
in North Country. I don't know how many people out there saw North Country. I thought the movie was awesome. Absolutely awesome movie. But that was one, and I can't remember when North Country came out, what year it was. We got some squeaking over there. Um, but the bottom line is I, I love that movie, and, and I'm a I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers. See, yeah, it's she just happened to be in it. It just happened to be, you know. No, it was a great movie. It was a 2005. Great movie. Okay. 2005 okay. is when it came out. Yeah. It's been that long. Wow. Awesome movie, though. Yes. All right, so so what what are what are your some of your favorites? Well, I I have to I have to change because I did get one of the the cities one plumbing talking text line and, and for some reason I completely forgot about it. I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Okay, Mallrats. Obviously, Mallrats has to be up there. All right, so so full transparency, you're gonna hate me. You're gonna hate my guts. I've never seen Mallrats. You know what? I've never seen Girl in the North Country or whatever. What? 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 North did you Country. Say? North. North. You never seen North Country. North Country. Yeah, yeah. North no, Country. no. I'm going to tell you, I've never seen it. No, you've seen the girl in it. You've I've seen, seen the girl. Theron. I've never yeah. seen the movie. Oh, I've yeah. seen Shirley Theron. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, ain't <laughs> I? And I, I hate to admit that, but I've never seen Mallrats. Oh, dude, Mallrats is so good. I know. Yeah, it's like a mid '90s cult thing. It, I, it is. A, yeah, it's a, it's a cult movie. I, I mean, it's it's basically got. I mean, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, you know, anything with Jay and Silent Bob, like, count me in. And I completely forgot about Mallrats because I put uh, Grumpy Old Men up there mm-hmm. and also Fargo. I put Fargo. I, I, I think that Fargo is one that most people are going to rank really high. Yeah, and the, the whole mistaken thing about Fargo is that the only part about Fargo that was filmed in Fargo was the opening shot that had the the, the Fargo Theater in downtown. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, everybody else, you know, was based in northern Minnesota or in the Twin Cities. So, yeah, th- those would have to be those would have to be my three. Okay, so those are your three. We love some reaction though. What six five one four six one nine two two six? What are the the Minnesota base movies filmed here? That you that you absolutely loved, whether it's your top one or two or three, what are some of the ones that you like? Now, now somebody here on the uh, on the text line is weighing in, and, and they're saying, "What is this? Drop, drop de- dead Fred? Yeah, drop dead Fred. I remember. I don't. I don't. Didn't remember that was uh, filmed in the uh, filmed in the city or filmed in in Minnesota." Uh, I'm just looking I've at it. Yeah, it had it. yeah, it had Phoebe Cates and I remember the name, mm-hmm. but I don't ever remember seeing it. I know it's I know it was early 90s. 91. 91. Okay. Okay. I knew I knew it was early 90s because I was in I was in high school when I it loved, came out. I love I love Phoebe Cates back in the day. Okay. No question. Okay. No question. Drop Dead Fred, not familiar. Got to be honest with you. Okay. So you didn't see it either. I didn't no, I I didn't I didn't see it either. But it was always on the it was always on the shelf in you know, family video or blockbuster waiting to be rented. Um, so Mall Rats, Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, that one I I gotta do a little bit of research on that. Okay. Uh somebody has chimed in. Um they have to go to work. <laughs> but uh but they're they're mentioning Purple Rain clearly, yeah, grumpy old men. Yep. Um, you know, clearly we we because I think that's one that's kind of came up. It's always coming up. Um Jingle all the way with yes. Arnold. Yes. Oh man, with Sinbad and Arnold. 
And Phil Hartman. Yes, Phil Hartman mm. was in that too. Okay. Uh, Jim Belushi was in it. That one from Adam in in White Bear Lake. Okay. Oh God, who was the who was the lady that was in it? Um, God, she was always in those movies too. With uh, oh, it's gonna bug me. I'm gonna Google it. But uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, Jim Belushi, Phil Hartman, Sinbad, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I. God, I can't remember who the lady was. See, I'm, I don't want to Google it because. But Jingle All the Way, Jingle All the Way is a good one. Now, this is one I'm going to have to go back and, and, and take a look at. And I've never seen this one. I got to be I'm being totally honest with you. Untamed Heart. The 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 cast in here looks phenomenal. Untamed and it Heart. Was, and it was Untamed Heart, and it was filmed in 1993 in Northeast Minneapolis. Wow. Okay. I mean, look at the cast here. Rosie Perez, Christian Slater, Marissa Tomei. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's 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 pretty good. That's pretty solid, man. Yeah. That yeah. is pretty solid. I, again, I remember this. I remember that. What, what is it about like the 90s that just had this renaissance of movies in yeah. the Twin Cities or in, in Minnesota? 651-461-9226. Any suggestions that you may have that you may think that you want to offer up that you think should be on the list? Because we don't have all of the answers. That's why we want to hear from you at 651-461-9226. We call that the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Uh, because there's probably something that we're, we're not thinking about, something that's probably going to fall through the cracks. Um, love to get your reaction. Love to get your thoughts. And let's, uh, let's check in with Greg in Oakdale. What's up, Greg? Yeah, it's a great movie called Little Big League. Oh yeah. Winfield, oh yeah, you 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 yeah. you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. Yeah, that that's and and listen to this. It, I'm I'm so glad that you mentioned that, right? Because if you actually go to um the website Explore Minnesota, and they have a bunch of different yeah. movies up there that 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 they reference in terms of like, and I'm not sure if they have that one on the list, but clearly that that's one that I think a lot of people that resonates with a lot of people. That was an extra in that movie too. What? Yeah. What? What? I mean, what part? It was just an accident. I went to the airport every okay. day, and uh, there was an airport scene. I'd walk through with a suitcase, but uh, <laughs> they fed us. They gave us a couple great buffets and a hundred bucks a day. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Hey, thanks <laughs> for the phone call, Greg. I appreciate it. Greg and Oakdale checking in. That's that's awesome. I'd love to be an extra in a movie. I was gonna say I know somebody. I I know somebody that's in a movie now. I want. I wonder if he, I should have. Yeah, you should have asked if he got if he still gets residuals from Little Big League. Well, I mean, he's not the only actor that you know. <laughs> I mean, you're you're oh, in a Josh room Broughton, with him. Yeah, obviously. Huh? I mean, you're in a room with him. What movie were you in? It's coming out. Oh, it is. <laughs> I can't wait for Skinamax to watch it either. Oh, stop it. No, I kid. I kid. I kid. I wouldn't watch it. Oh, really? You're in a movie? Yeah. See, now, you probably got an NDA that you had to sign, though, didn't you? Non-disclosure? Um, well, no, I'm not going to talk about the movie specifically. Okay. It, it's filmed here. It's a, it's a local movie. But, okay. yeah. I, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, it, look it, at that. It'll be coming out next year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, now... I'm so curious, but we're going to have to add that to the list next time we do uh, next time we do this poll. And I'm not an extra. Yeah, like You're, I talk. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's a here's a good one. Uh, the city's one plumbing talking text line, Henry. The last one because you know talking about all of those were 
you know, filmed in the 90s, mm-hmm. apparently there was a, a tax incentive, which they called the snow, but I didn't even know that. Uh, it was administered by the Minnesota Film Board. I had no idea, but it makes sense if you look at that time period and all of those movies were within that time frame mm-hmm. that were being filmed. So, I, yeah, th- thank you, Texter, because I, I didn't have any idea. All right, so what is this, and maybe I'm screwing this up, but a couple people have weighed in about a something called, is it airport? What is that? Or is that just a kind of a messed up text? I, I'm not. I'm not hip. Text lines confuse me a little bit. A couple people, a couple separate different people have have mentioned airport, like airport question mark, than somebody else because they're different. Six one two seven six three both say airport. Then somebody else says uh, you've not mentioned. Oh, Juno. Was Juno here? Juno? I can't remember. Juno was that was a good movie. Juno was a good movie, but I I didn't think that was I didn't think Juno was here as well. And another one, catch me if you can, back in nineteen eighty nine. Because because Juno had Michael Sarah in it, and and Jason Bateman, and some of the some of the people from uh, the the Arrested Development. I did not know. Oh yeah, it was filmed in Il- on, uh, Elk River. Juno yeah, was, Juno a good, was yeah, yeah. that was a good movie. Yeah, was Ju- good. Juno was. That was good. Oh, Adam Carter's weighed in. Okay. Adam Carter says Beautiful Girls. Was that filmed at Honeybees there, uh, Carter? I, <laughs> I'm not familiar we're with la- Beautiful we're, Girls. Were ladies drink free? You're not. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I remember that bit. I'm not a hater, but I'm not uh, I'm not hit. I mean, hip. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you Google that because there might be some sort of malware that might, if I... If I type in beautiful girls, I don't know what's going to come up. 1996, Matt Dillon, Natalie Portman. Oh, okay. you got me at Natalie Portman. Okay. Uma Thurman, uh, Michael Rappaport, Rosie O'Donnell. Really? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I need some more information on this movie. <laughs> this is interesting. I think tonight uh, you're going to be switching between uh, beautiful girls and wolves and sons. <laughs> That's what you're going to be doing. Congratulations, Carter. You just planned out Henry oh, Lake's night. Man. Oh, and people are saying airport was huge. Uh, okay. Dean Martin and, and lots of A-listers yeah. a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I, ju- I, just, I just Googled airport, and I, okay. s- I see what the— What year? 1970. Okay, before yeah. I was born. Yeah, two uh, two hours and seventeen minutes. But yeah, I, I mean, Burt Lancaster, Dean Martin. I mean, not gonna watch it. Peter Turgeon. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna watch it. No, I said I. Now I have to watch. Oh, it. now you're gonna. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wasn't saying I wouldn't watch it. I'm okay. Glad that would watch it. All right. Yeah. It sounds like it's just kind of. Yeah, a, a classic film that kind of began that disaster film genre. So. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, 651-461-9226. Coming up next, the Tim Scott presidential run. His candidacy is over. But there was something else that was a little bit more weird, and it doesn't really add up. we get to that next year on The Lake Show. It was reported a couple days ago from the Associated Press that Republican presidential candidate Tim Scott abruptly announced late on Sunday that he was dropping out of the 2024 race. A development, according to the report from Meg Kennard, that surprised his donors and stunned his campaign staff just two months before the start of voting in Iowa's leadoff GOP caucuses. All right, so did I ever think that Tim Scott was a viable candidate or somebody that people are going to take seriously to, uh, to to be nominated for the for the presidency of the United States of America? No, no, I. I I've never thought that for one second. 
Um, and, and, and I'm not a fan, okay? But there's a lot of people that I'm not a fan of, and it, regardless of your you know, political party and who you're affiliated with. But this is the thing that's, that's kind of weird to me. And we actually, we, we talked about the whole, the dating thing, because I don't care if you're single or married or, I don't care any of that. Because remember that kept being thrown in his face, you know, what's his, what's his, what's his, uh, the background on his, uh, or his status for dating and, you know, he's never been married. Who cares? I, I don't care about that. I don't care if he has a girlfriend. I don't care if he has a boyfriend. I don't care about any of that. But I I do think that this is kind of a weird twist to with, with him dropping out. So did you see after the last debate that he revealed this woman that he was dating? Yeah, the the blonde his, lady, the girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah, the and, girlfriend. And, and they kind of they, they they like they they kind of held hands, and he walked away from her, and she walked away from him. Like after this is the weird thing about that though. And let me reiterate: I don't care who you date; it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do find it a little bit weird, though, that all of a sudden, after that last debate, in that situation, in terms of he's revealed the girlfriend for the world to see, that he jumps out of the race when he did. And this is, uh, this is a, you can call it conspiracy theory, but this is my theory. I think that prior to that moment, he knew the time was up. He he knew that it was it wasn't good. He was getting out of the race, and I think that that was the last ditch effort. Doesn't it? Doesn't it come across like yeah, that was the? It, it seemed the, like it was nothing like more that, than some sort of PR stunt. Yes, it, it, it comes yeah. across as like this is the hail mary. Hey guys, I got a hot girlfriend over here. Yeah. I'm cool. Do you like me now? Yeah, I, I feel like there are some people. This is kind of a weird thing yeah. that literally, like days after that, like when that didn't resonate with anybody. Uh, I'm getting out. It didn't. Place. It didn't move the meter. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, it, the thing is, like, <sighs> yeah, there. I feel like there's this perception that you've got to be married. You've got to be in this. Re- you've got to be in a relationship because it proves stability. For whatever reason, if you're not in a relationship, then you're not qualified to be president. If you're not married, it's like, what do we have? Like one president that was single. Out of the forty six yes. that we've we've only yep. had one single president. Like, who cares? Doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Gay, straight, doesn't you know, matter whatever. Yep. It doesn't matter. Like yep. your your relationship status. You could go on Facebook and put it's complicated. I don't care. It just in hindsight seemed like it was a Hail Murray. It it does. It seriously. Yeah, but but how see, but it was so fast, but why do it so quick though? If if you I mean, you must know that very knew, quickly I, it didn't. It didn't resonate. Okay. You, you knew it wasn't going to resonate. Yeah. You knew it wasn't resonating. You you knew it was the time was up. It was like we're not going to do anything more. Uh, we're not going to fake it. It just it's it's. I just find all of that interesting. By the way, this text that says uh, from the nine five two. I was actually mistaken. Juno was filmed in British Columbia, but Catch Me If You Can was entirely in and around St. Cloud. A couple more drop dead gorgeous and sugar spice. Good stuff there from the text line. All right, coming up next, Jeff Zilgit, NBA reporter for USA Today Sports. He had an article talking about the fallout from Warriors-Wolves last night. We talked to him next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 